0: Joe, I'm coming. I have about. no makeup on. You're the cutest. And don't be mad at me. I'm getting my crazy gliss. look like a fucking nutcase. No.
1: Grab your mug and take a chug. He's about to spill the tea. Saucy chatter on subject matter. It's just between you and me. Sit on back and hear him yell. Hey everyone and welcome back to Cup of Joe, a podcast about all things I'm obsessed with from Real Housewives to RuPaul's Drag Race and so much more. Plus, the candid celebrity interviews you won't find anywhere else. I'm your host, Joe Drake, and this week we are welcoming the fabulous the fierce, the funny, one of my favorites, Margaret Josephs from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Margaret.
0: Joe, I'm so excited to be on a cup of Joe. You know, I love you, Joe Drake, and I love everybody named Joe. So I'm so excited to be here.
1: Well, you have the most iconic cup of Joe with the iced coffee in the wine glass, which you have right now.
0: Yes, I do. I This is my signature drink. Always has been. I didn't know it was going to be such a big hit, which I think is so funny.
1: It, I Well, you've been on the show, you know, many years at this point but some for some reason this season the iced coffee became memeable. it became a thing
0: I know because we normally don't shoot in the summer so I don't oh. you know I guess everyone doesn't see me drinking iced coffee
1: right so in the summer
0: as soon as it starts getting a little warm out I immediately switch my high co- hot coffee to iced coffee right and I'm and I guess everybody was like loving it in the red wine glass but you know what it is because I don't drink alcohol I like to drink all of my drinks in a fancy glass
1: that's the perfect combination that if you're not going to drink wine, put the iced coffee in there. Yes. Speaking of shooting in the summer, Dolores was on the podcast a few weeks ago and, you know, you guys did it good. I I was worried about everything going on with COVID last year and, you know, production getting back for shows like Real Housewives of New Jersey, but Dolores attested to it. And I'm sure you can too. It it went, Pretty uh, smoothly, yes?
0: It was very smooth. Not one person got COVID on our cast or on our crew. They kept us so safe. We were very lucky. And I think we realized people don't want to focus on the pandemic when they see us on the show. They want to forget about anything negative going on. And though we, though we took precautions and we showed everybody, we took precautions, they want to focus on other things. And I think we did a great job of doing that.
1: You definitely did. Well, uh, one thing that Dolores told me, apparently she said that you guys had a phone conversation before you started filming, because I didn't think about this. You know, the world came to a screeching halt in March 2020. And Dolores said you had a conversation with her about like, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? Everyone's been at home like there wasn't really anything to, um, to yeah, discuss, we, you know,
0: I, yes, I was worried about Dolores and I would be <laughs> on the phone during the pandemic. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, cause we're used to seeing each other and being together. And I was like, Dolores, this is, this might be a boring season to the fact is <laughs> we're probably just going to be so happy to see each other. Everybody's going to be like Kumbaya. We're going to be so excited to be together. How is this going to be an interesting season? But also I, It turned out to be the most interesting season because I think everybody was sick of being cooped up together. Yes. You saw it came out guns a-blazing.
1: Oh, one of the best premieres in Housewives history.
0: I know.
1: at none other than Margaret Joseph's house, which, how perfect.
0: I mean, perfect. (laughs) I mean, in the middle of a crazy renovation, Teresa comes in. I mean, that went so south so fast. But I'm going to tell you, Joe, I really thought she was going to come in and apologize because she had intentions. Of coming in to apologize. Even though no one thinks she did, she really did.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, at this point in the season, because here we are this week, the season finale, which I cannot believe and I'm so sad about. But we still have reunion to talk about. But now that Teresa and Jackie seem to be friendly, I guess I can believe that Teresa wanted to come and apologize in hindsight.
0: Yes, she really I think she really did, but I think like, you know, went awry that second. I don't know what it is that got her feathers in an uproar, And I don't think it was the analogy because I think it was even prior to the analogy. Um, Right. I think as soon as you say to Teresa that uh, you're smart or something like that, it just upset her and it it just really twisted everything out of control.
1: Having witnessed that scene in in real life, even though you kind of hid in the office and then came popping back out. Yes. Did you think that there was any chance for reconciliation between Teresa and Jackie? Because watching the premiere, I was like, oh, this is it. And like I said, here we are. They're friendly. I mean, I can't believe it.
0: I thought possibly there could, for a few weeks, I was like, no way, this is not going to make up. I thought Jackie was going to be like, peace out for a little while because, you know, her family is her priority. But then I was like, you know what? There could be a chance. Then I saw everybody softening. And and then I was like, all right, they're def- definitely going to make up. Right. Because, I, I, you know, it's nothing... It could be that serious that these girls can't get there's certain things that are that serious but no one slept with anybody's husband right on my show. right right <laughs> so, or anything really that tragic that we as adults can't put past us and realize everybody makes mistakes and and no one wants to really hurt anybody to the core
1: absolutely God i don't women. know if you saw they did the uh real house kids of bravo on yes. andy's show that was so cute But Gia had some interesting things to say about the Jackie thing. I didn't realize, I knew she was in college, but I didn't realize that she would have any sort of repercussions with her sorority or if anyone, you know, a lot of people didn't interpret that as an analogy. So it was really interesting to hear it from Gia's perspective.
0: Uh, It was, it was. And I felt, and Jackie felt badly. We all felt very badly about Gia. No one wants to ever hurt a child, let alone a child of a friend and, it was so. It was very misconstrued, and it, and it's very upsetting. And you know that thank God is behind us. And she right. is the greatest girl in the entire universe. And I felt very bad for her that she got dragged into this. And that it's totally. terrible because no one needs to be dragged into
1: this. Right.
0: Nobody's child.
1: Absolutely. Let's but talk. It was,
0: but I will say, God. people, you know, hear something sometimes different uh, than the way it happens right and the way she said it you know what i mean if like you know jackie she's like i don't know where i heard it you know do you understand right
1: 100 percent
0: and i think even when i say things um i'm used to my words being misconstrued as well so i guess you know just one word could change uh, totally
1: Is it like, are you being sarcastic? Is it an analogy? Are you really being, you know, there's a million different ways.
0: These interpretations are so different. And I think that's what makes the show so damn interesting, also.
1: So interesting. Speaking of interpretations, one thing that, well, I love you for a myriad of reasons, but one thing that I love that you have done recently is you called Mr. Joe Gorga out for his chauvinistic ways because I was like, thank you, Margaret, for that because I realized. We all realize we're in 2021, but still, some things can be chauvinistic, and and you can't always rely on like the old school Italian thing. It's like leave Dolores alone. It's not all about, you know, the men have to protect the women. And the fact that you called him out recently, I applaud you. Oh, thank, thank you.
0: you, thank you. And listen, Joe Borga is one of our closest friends, so I Absolutely. feel comfortable. I feel comfortable enough saying it to And him. I love Joe Gorga. Yes, and we all love Joe Borga. Melissa one of my closest friends, and you know out of everybody you know beyond the show we socialize them all the time but i felt comfortable enough saying i was like i don't want you to be that way i want you to see a different way it's not a healthy way to think and you have to understand it's not acceptable and it's not current and people evolve and when somebody says anything old school i'm like uh old school women weren't allowed to vote years ago right Right. And you, gay marriage used to be illegal. That's old school. Like a couple of years ago. Yeah. So I'm just <laughs> saying, it's just like we all have to evolve, and it, right. and that and we have to evolve and change our way of thinking because certain things are just no, are not acceptable because they were acceptable years ago.
1: Right. And I don't necessarily I don't necessarily think that Joe Gorga really meant to harp down on Dolores that no, much. I know not how, at all. He yeah. loves
0: her. He loves, loves her badly.
1: But like to your point, I think it's important that people are called out for what they say because it's like, hey, by the way, you may want to like rethink how you say that in 2021 because it's coming across this way.
0: Exactly. And and it doesn't mean someone's a bad person. I mean, I think everything's a teachable, not that I'm teaching anybody, but I'm saying everything's a teachable moment, right? If someone, right. Knew, things have changed and it's different and whatever it is. And listen, Joe Gorga busts my chops about stuff. And that doesn't mean that I'm always right. but. My husband has said so chauvinistic things before, and I'm immediately like, "Joe, pipe down!" You know, right? Don't start. I mean, he even says something funny on the reunion, which will come up, and I'm like, "Ah, "That's chauvinistic." And it was my Uh, own.
1: Right. Speaking of, how is he?
0: He's great. He's adorable. He He just came home from the city, and of course, he snuck in donuts from the donut pub. My husband's a Uh, constant sweet eater, so he he's just come home. He he does a lot of jobs in the city as well. Okay, so he's very very
1: funny. I don't know where uh, was it on Watch What Happens Live or was it on on the show? You mentioned that he's sixty five. The only yes, reason I mentioned, I kept, he looks amazing. Not yes. that sixty five is old, but
0: no, but he's not as young as everybody else. All the other husbands on the show.
1: I would have guessed he's a fifty. 52.
0: He looks, he looks amazing. He does not dye his hair. I I mean, he's not the workout guy on the show because he's like, I still do physical labor, but Joe, that's why we had his 65th birthday, which is the season finale.
1: Oh, right. Okay. That's his birthday party. Okay. His
0: his birthday party. It's a costume party. And I, I sometimes say too, I can't, he says he can't believe he's 65. either. He, he does. He looks amazing. He's in great shape, but yeah, he's the oldest husband on the show. And now at this point, I'm the oldest housewife at 54, which I have a freak on my show. Not, not, my, across, the not
1: across the board, but I'm, no. wow, that's crazy. Speaking of your husband and the house husbands of New Jersey, one of the things for my friends that don't watch Jersey, I tell them, I go, first of all, you're going to love the ladies. And I tell them why, but then I have a second thing. I go, there is something very specific about Jersey that, House husbands bring an added layer that is just so wonderful. And particularly this season, it was, it was their poker night where they were kind of talking about the Evan rumors. And then it was the golf course where they were talking about uh, Teresa and Louie, like they were <laughs> stirring now- the pot more than you ladies. Oh,
0: by the way, but the one funny thing about them stirring the pot, they're funny and light about it. Mm-hmm, no one mm-hmm. gets offended. That's why right. I love the men. I would say that's why I'm like a gay man in a woman's body because Great. I feel like I can fit in great with the house husbands because I don't take anything that seriously. Right. I could move piss And I love them so much for that because they could stir the pot. No one's carrying on about it. They're light. They're funny. I just, they're the greatest guys in the whole world. I think they're the best they husbands. They really are. Across the franchises, you know. It's oh, a across, just, I feel, I almost just feel. Just it and the as the women.
1: Absolutely. They I bring mean,
0: everything f- to our show.
1: Yes, 100%. Um, speaking of what, when they were sort of gossiping with you ladies not around, I mean, you did get mad at Joe Ooh. I'm, at the Jersey Shore. We're, I mean, needless to say, were you really that mad? Do I even I have was. To ask? I was
0: very, very, very mad. And that's yeah. what I say. Everyone's like, haven't you talked to your husband that way? Well, I, I hold everybody <laughs> accountable. I was mad for about a few minutes till because I said to him, this is what happens. You guys get drunk. You don't speak correctly. You're not clear when you speak. You think everybody understands your language. Right. You're on camera. You don't realize what you sound like. And what he's saying is like, yeah, I heard the rumor in my house. These girls are talking nonstop. <laughs> yeah, we are talking nonstop. <laughs> of course. You, you know, everybody knows I have a team of women that work in my house. Right. So, of course, as soon as I heard the rumor, and Lexi was at the party too, of course, we came home and told the other girls that work in my house and Marge cool. seemed. So right. Of course, the phone was ringing off the hook i was talking to jackie i was talking to dolores how are we going to handle this so this is all this guy heard non-stop right so of course he's like of course i heard it i heard it in my house but that somehow got twisted that he heard it in town now on camera everybody hears that he heard it in his house but the bad game of telephone is like Joe right. heard it in town well that's very different
1: right well because i when dolores was on um, on the show, she told me that Englewood is its own little entity up there in Jersey. Yes, yes, Ex- yes. Explain that to our listeners who don't really know the Jersey culture.
0: Yeah. It's like Englewood and Tanafly. And I lived in Tanafly for 21 years. And I've lived in Englewood just since I got on the show. I moved into this house in 2017. We were in 2016. We did, they were renting it back. So I've lived here just a few years as okay. long as I've been on the show. It's like a conjoined town. We We do know everybody but Joe doesn't go to the gym. I have lived here since literally 1991. I know every single person.
1: Right.
0: If I heard it, I would have been telling Jackie, so she wouldn't look, look like an ass on the camera. Do you know what I mean? Right. A hundred percent. You know, I'm close enough with her. as like, I would go right to the source, nip it in the bud. So this girl would never have the rug pulled out from under her.
1: Of course. That's the
0: kind of friend I am.
1: Absolutely, if we heard it.
0: We would know about it, and we would know to keep our mouths shut. <laughs> that's how simple it is. But that's not, you know, that's why we were also taken aback. We are just like this part of Jersey. I don't live near Teresa Melissa, right? And Dolores, you know, lives closer to me. But Jackie and I literally live a few miles apart. We're okay. in a totally. Di- we live right by New York City, so right. every yeah. So it's just uh, it was just very funny. Where they're saying Joe heard in town. Joe doesn't even go out in town. Where right. Where's Joe going? Does that, not to be me. Does he look like he's at the gym? That's <laughs> right. what I said. My yeah. husband hasn't made it to a gym ever. He doesn't even own sneakers. I forced oh him into buying a pair to go golfing.
1: Well, I don't know. He must be drinking some magic water again because he looks so great he, for he's his not,
0: age. He does physical labor. The guy's done physical labor his whole life. His family's been in construction his whole life. And that's it. He always says, I've worked since the age of four.
1: Oh, I love it. Speaking of yes. you sort of not living close to Teresa and Melissa, because I, I am aware of the geography of Jersey, and I'm not sure people are. Do you feel like you can keep in touch with them, and do you guys hang when you're not filming? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, you know, the good thing is, I'm like, the good thing. Melissa sold her house, and she's she's moved closer.
1: Okay, right. Where did she move, by the way? Did they announce it yet? They, uh,
0: I she's don't know. Going to, she's going to build a house in Franklin Lake. So she's okay. living in, She's living somewhere else now in Wycliffe. She's, like, in a beautiful rental, which I was like, buy this oh, right. house. I love it. Okay, but great. she's she's living somewhere else temporarily.
1: Okay. Um, So Teresa's out there by herself now, huh? Yes. High and dry. <laughs> Dolores yeah, left. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not so
0: dry. She's with Louis. So she's not I was so going to say
1: the pineapple juice paid off. Yeah,
0: she's not dry. She's a lot of pineapple juice and she's with her uh, boyfriend.
1: Okay. So let me ask you about Louie because you guys were asking were, did you guys really have no idea that she, because Melissa and Joe obviously were the only ones that really knew. Did Teresa really keep this under wraps?
0: Yep. I mean, I obviously was suspicious and everyone's like, Marge, you're so nosy. You're so nosy. (laughs) I was like,
1: well, I wouldn't want to know too. That's that's my job. Right.
0: (laughs) You know, inquiring minds want to know, but I also, listen, she had a big spring in her step. She was very happy. I could tell, you know, something was up. She was always sneaking out. She was always on the phone. And I was like, this is Teresa. Like I said, she posts a bowl of her oatmeal. If she's not posting pictures up, on a weekend, geez. I know <laughs> something's going on. So I was right. like, I wanted to be happy for her, and that—that's all it was. So she, yeah. So I knew definitely something was up, but she kept she, it under wraps.
1: Yeah, and I don't blame her. You know, obviously she's been on the show since day one, mm-hmm. and everything that she's been through. We don't have to go down that rabbit no, hole, no, but. I agree. I understand why it may have taken her a little bit of time to not only introduce him to you ladies, but to also have him on the show. You know, I think a lot of us fans wanted him on more, but you know, he, he made his brief cameo on the end of uh, last episode. Will we see him more on the finale?
0: I think you'll see him a little bit more. You'll see more of him uh, this Wednesday night. Okay. On the finale. Not, well, not a ton, but I think you'll, you'll see the combination of that date.
1: What can we expect from what happened at Joe's 65th party?
0: I think there is some, there's some drama. There's definitely some drama
1: uh-huh.
0: and, a, and a little bit of hoopla, which is upsetting, but it's good. It's a, be, it's a great party. I have to, I'm just going to give a little plug to my, uh, my party planner, Lauren Scott Larry, cause he does all my parties and I'm very grateful. And so my, the house looks phenomenal. You get to see the um, reveal of the rooms that we've renovated. Finally. Oh,
1: fantastic. Finally. because I was going to say, five, no offense, but we've been waiting. Uh, everybody's <laughs>
0: been waiting. I always say, Joe, it's a restoration, not a renovation. This house is a yes. marathon, not a sprint. It would have been easier <laughs> to build a new house. When I bought this house, it's it was, what year was this built? 1906. Really? Yeah, this house is from 1906. So when I bought it, I was like, Joe, this is, you know, our forever home. It was before I was on, right before I was on the show, not even knowing I was going on the show. I was like, I want this house as like a project for the next few years. I want to take my time. Then I get on the show and everyone's like, fix your house. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. I was like, you know. There's not enough time. But, you know, I also take my interior design very seriously. And when you see the reveal of quite a few, you know, some of the rooms, you'll see why. it's not. Um, a little bit of a, a slap on I take my right very seriously are
1: you continuing renovations now like are yeah, you yeah, on to the yeah. next that's project
0: see the dumpster in the back oh and, that's right and we're, <laughs> we're doing now we're doing the landscaping and we're doing my second floor and mm. you know this house has three floors okay I have a guest house I have it's a, it's a big um I think people don't realize how big it is.
1: Right. It's gorgeous. I love that house. I
0: I love it. I take it, you know, I love an old home. I love architecture and yeah, just like, I I don't know why I didn't build you a new house. I don't know what we were thinking. I said, (laughs) I know what we were thinking, but you know.
1: Well, I love your house because it's, you know, especially in comparison to the other uh, women on the show, it's got so much character that I feel like people might not know that some of these Jersey homes have, like you said, built in 1906, you know, it's so unique.
0: Yeah. And I, and I live in a, in a historical district in Anglewood and yeah, the homes near me are very old and stately. And yeah, I, I really love things like that. And I take it very seriously. And my design sense, I mean, some people on my show do not appreciate my design sense, but that's okay. Because the people who don't appreciate it, I.
1: Should we name names?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Their opinions really don't matter. They don't understand wallpaper. They say it looks like Dr. Seuss threw up, you know, my house, but you know, they don't, they don't appreciate Masonic.
1: Well, speaking of people you may or may not get along with the reunion has been filmed. Yes. Has been filmed. filmed. What can we expect? Because let me preface with this. I feel like you guys seem to be on relatively good terms. Again, I haven't seen the finale yet, but everyone seems to be friendly ish.
0: I think once you, we are friendly-ish at the season (laughs) finale. But when you watch back uh, the season and you see all the crap everyone talks about you and the things they say, (laughs) that
1: that heats you up.
0: That heats you up for the reunion.
1: Right. Who heated you up the most? I mean, you know, yeah.
0: Nonstop. Yeah. Listen, I don't think we have lifelong battles. I don't think it's anything like that. I think that we can fight and make up do I think sometimes we're very different people? Absolutely. We come from very different places in life.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to talk about your book. And one thing that really sort of set me off this season was I didn't understand Jennifer's reaction to your story that you shared when you Mm -hmm. guys were upstate. I thought it was what you shared was very candid and um, needed to be taken very seriously. And the way she sort of took it and ran with it. As a fellow female friend, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Granted, we saw a few episodes later, she did apologize after you Mm -hmm, read. mm -hmm. Um, But that must've been hard to hear because you were sharing a very- uh,
0: It it was very hard to hear. And for her to say like, well, I didn't say it correctly. Again, put the blame on me. Um, I don't explain myself right. You know, it was a quick moment. I didn't yeah. dive deep into it. I dove a little deeper into it, but you know, they don't show it all. I think it was more of a tease, but okay. she knew the real story. And even after she'd apologized, she had doubled down calling me slutty and things like this, you know, and because you've slept with other people in your life, you know, that I've told the girls doesn't mean things like that can't happen to you.
1: A hundred percent. And the, the reason I loved your story so much, or I appreciated you sharing it was, you know, it's, It doesn't always have to be um, like the textbook assault that people think of in their head. It's like you felt you felt the power dynamic and that you had to do something. And I think a lot of people have been in that situation where it's like, I don't want to do this, but I'm sort of like, I don't see an out.
0: I didn't well, know how go to handle down, it. I was yeah. a young girl. And the reason I said it was not to get this gentleman in trouble, but to say how young women can handle it. It's a conversation for mothers to have with their daughters and sons. Um, it happens to men and women. And people don't know how to handle it. No one ever had that conversation with me. And it was commonplace then. I'm going to tell you a very uh, story. I had my book signing the other night. And a woman who I worked with at that company came to me and told me the same gentleman did it to her when she was 22. She You're purposely kidding. came to my book signing, a blonde woman also who was lovely, and came and said it happened to her too at my company. Same guy, same scenario. So this he was this you know so it wasn't isolated, and she also wow. you know she didn't um yeah she was very freaked out.
1: Did that stop you dead in your tracks? I have goosebumps. I was taken
0: aback. I was very taken aback. And I, and then I felt like, you know, she was so relieved when she saw yes. me say it on the show. And we hadn't seen each other in years. And I'm talking, you know, 30 years. Right. And that she came and it was so sweet that she had come and come to my book signing to discuss it. But, you know, this was someone who who had predatory behavior on young women. And I right. knew at the time, you know, but it was the, it was the mind fuck. And he did this to numerous young women.
1: Wow. And
0: now, you know, and now other women have come forward, you know, to me also who work there.
1: Of course. Was that the hardest thing to write about in your book? Or, I mean, you, you talk about a lot.
0: Yeah, I talk about a lot. That was hard to write. I think it was hard to write, relive my uh, divorce, uh, my marriage, because,
1: Mm.
0: you know, I spoke about my children and, you know, I have a natural born son who obviously I'm extremely close with, I always say, and people don't know that. But my my other children I raised and you know that that was hard because I did, I always say, had the most beautiful family. Um emotionally, we're so connected and everything else. And you know, when you relive the dissolution of your marriage, regardless that we weren't a happy couple, we were a very, very happy family. And right. and it doesn't matter if even if you miss them, you know, I don't miss the marriage, but I do miss that. The, the family of course
1: thing. right and that's right.
0: you know and that's upsetting but I, listen while well, my kids are great they were all very close you know my youngest son who's now you know 25 you know yeah. we're very close and my oldest my oldest stepson and joe's kids were we're you know we're a different version of a family but it's it's painful right it's so hard to relive
1: of course did you find it cathartic
0: Oh, extremely therapeutic and cathartic. I mean, a lot of crying. The girls that work with me, who I'm so blessed to have, you know, they're like my other kids. I mean, they were crying. It was therapeutic for all of us. We'd cry, we'd eat, we'd be up all night.
1: But I,
0: I I felt it was also very healing.
1: Of course. I mean, I was
0: really, you saw Joe, very candid in my book about my life
1: very much so and candid also about one of my favorite people March senior
0: <laughs> yes <So Marge laughs> senior let I know but she was she was fine with it all she lived it we've uh, she's validated any of her behavior and we've we've healed so much from that time I mean l- listen I didn't know I had a crazy childhood till I w- went to therapy
1: <laughs> right hundred percent and a lot of people are like that I mean not everyone comes from a nuclear family that has the sort of Pleasantville upbringing. And even yeah. if you do, there are stories within that, you know, it doesn't always look, per- it's not always as perfect as it looks on the outside. No,
0: absolutely not. And I think that's why, you know, has given me so much strength in my life and resilience. And I think, if it, you know, uh, the not the most not normal background can make you resilient. And I right. think, I, and I'm stronger for it.
1: I was happy to see that you put Marge Senior on the cover, but as you said, the back cover, not the front <laughs> <laughs> yes, I said, Marge Senior, you're on the cover, the back cover, Marge Senior. Let's let's get it straight. Let's get it straight. Where is Marge Senior living now?
0: Marge Senior actually just lives down the street. Oh, okay. Literally a half a mile down the street in a beautiful apartment building, le- and next door to Lexi. No way. Yeah, next door. So Lexi's son goes to Marge Senior's house every night. Marge Senior sees Lexi every night. We're all very... um Attached and co- codependent.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. One thing that you yes. discuss in the book, um, and you don't have to give it all away, but I think uh, fans may uh, enjoy that Joan Rivers gave you advice.
0: Yes, Joan Rivers uh, gave me great advice because my agent, Amy Rosenblum, who convinced me to go on TV, who I'm very grateful for, also had worked with Joan Rivers for many years because, you know, Joan Rivers didn't get famous in her career till she was older right she was popular when she was younger and doing the circuit she hit a rough patch
1: oh yeah and
0: Amy stuck by her and schlepped her around and did um how'd you get so rich with her so when Amy's career when she went on her own and I was one of her first clients she threw a big Joan threw a big party for Amy and I went to her house and I had the (laughs) pigtails and I had my boobs out my dress and and I was there with Joe and we came with a beautiful gift for her. And, and Jones that pulled me aside and said, listen, Margaret, you know, you're very different. She got, you don't look like everybody else and don't change. You might not always be accepted, but you stay authentic to who you are. You, you have to stand out. You don't look That's like everybody else. That's amazing. And it was so authentic the way she spoke to me and so sweet and gentle and she was, and her, she was so graceful. And Joe and I just loved her. And I will say, we were the only people who bought her hostess gift. So she was like, "You're a class act. You bought me a gift. Thank you." She was, the, and then she wore the tassel that was on the packaging from the Nima Marcus box.
1: Oh, that is incredible! I love that story.
0: Oh, I was so. I mean, I keep the picture framed in my house. I loved it.
1: She she saw a fellow kooky bond and said, "Hold on, I got to impart the wisdom."
0: Yes, she did. She saw a fellow, and I mean, my voice is also very distinct, which I never knew it was till I went on Housewives. I just want to tell you that you didn't. No, I never thought I had a distinct voice ever.
1: Well, to me, you sound more New York than New Jersey.
0: Yes, I am very yeah. Well, I grew up in New York in in, uh, northern Westchester, but I never had any idea my voice was anything different or that people would recognize it. And when I went to a Starbucks when I first got on the show, it was drive through and someone goes, Marge, is that you? I was no. like, wow. People <laughs> recognize me more for my voice. If I have a mask on, if I have anything, everyone always recognizes me for my voice. Right. Which I think is funny.
1: Well, as the, as Jersey comes to a close, do you follow up on the other franchises? Have you started watching New York? Will you watch Beverly Hills? I
0: started watching New York. I thought the first episode, I like Ebony a lot. Yes. I I like her a lot. I thought, listen, when I, I'm like a Vermonter for some reason.
1: Are you, who are you close with from New York since you're so close to the city?
0: Sonia and Dorinda. Yeah, Dorinda. I'm still very close with Sonia. Same. Ramona and I have argued before, but for some reason I you have an. I, I mean, I always bitch about her, but I have an affinity to Ramona. Yeah. Even though I complain sometimes about her, I thought she. Um, I thought she was good the first episode.
1: I do too, and it, interestingly enough, on Watch What Happens Live, it seems like Ebony and Ramona have a friendship, which I was shocked. Yes. I. W- I mean, we'll see how that plays out.
0: What I almost. Luann invites me all the time when she's a concert. I love Luann. Listen, I like Leah. I've met her a few times. You know, maybe only twice I've met Leah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I want I to see how the season plays out. I'm very. I'm interested. I'm definitely watching tonight, obviously.
1: Yes. I always and-
0: watch New York. Joe was a big New York. My husband was a big New York watcher, so he likes to watch New
1: York. Oh, i I feel like we need to see you more on New York because you can probably straddle both. Let's have you be on New Jersey I mean, and New it. York. I, could, I think I gonna... could do
0: a little New York. I also, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen with Atlanta, with this newfound found uh, Porsche thing.
1: Yes. What is going on?
0: I don't know, but I'm dying to know. No, I'd love to find out when other stuff's going on. I mean, it looks like she's engaged.
1: Looks like she's engaged with Fallon's ex-husband. They were just there in the Halloween party this past season. I don't know. Something's, Something I mean, like, shady. There's
0: always good stuff going on in housewife world. Always. We never, you know, we give everybody something to talk about. So that's what's fun.
1: Well, before I leave you, I want to pick your brain. Speaking of housewife headlines, some of the headlines in the news right now are very housewives worthy. Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. I
0: know. We were just Whoa. talking about before I got on here.
1: Would you leave Joe for Bill Gates? Question never, one.
0: Never, I heard, <laughs> never. I heard she might've left him. There's some tea in there that he was involved. She's filed for divorce because of some Jeffrey Epstein nonsense.
1: I saw that. That's not going to be a good look.
0: It's not a good look, Bill. <laughs> I mean, no matter, Again, you know, no, no I, would, no, I wouldn't leave Joe for anybody.
1: Oh, that's so, I love that.
0: I, there's no reason, I, you know? I yeah. Joe is my whole life. Him, what and are, my dog, and
1: my kid. <laughs> yeah, forget it. What are your thoughts on this, what uh, Bill Gates was allowed to do? Go- look, here
0: comes Joe, talking. This Joe. is the other Joe, Joe Drake. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? Joe just Good. came out from work. I go, look at how cute so you pretty. are. He is cute. He, he can't believe how old you are. You're so young. I'm
1: fucking old. <laughs> I know. What Listen, about? I'll take you to-
0: podcasting. I know you're podcasting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd take you to a gay bar and you'd get eaten up.
0: Oh, you're <laughs> a little bear cub.
1: I might be, but I ain't going to be.
0: <laughs> You're in love with the module.
1: I am in love with the module.
0: I know. By the way, I will tell you that we were in that bar one night and that guy was feeding you. Remember that restaurant? Uh, that's true. That is true. <laughs> Joe, they tried to take Joe right away from me. They, the Damn. guy took the food away from right in front of me. He, he took go- a
1: plate of, of French fries that Marge had, took it away from her, put it in front of me and started feeding me one day. I twice. know. And he
0: goes, he goes, you don't need that. And started feeling, feeding Joe and then gave Joe his phone number. We were in P-Town. I was so offended. Oh, I was
1: just going to say, I go. where were you, Fire Island or P-Town?
0: I was in P-Town. I was so offended. I said, Joe, that's it. We're leaving. And I was like, what? Joe didn't even know what was going on. He goes, he was so nice. I go, Joe, he wanted to go home with you.
1: Yeah, don't trust I the go, gay, Don't trust the gays with them. your husbands.
0: I said, I have to fight off the women. I don't need to fight off the men.
1: I can't believe
0: right? it. All right. And Joe, you have yeah,
1: a good yeah, yeah. tan. <laughs> Joe,
0: you're t- you t- have t- a good tan
1: already. No,
0: he's always tan.
1: No, I'm always like this
0: i know he's a donut see you later <laughs> nice to see you joe see
1: you. oh my god the cute see now i know why you wouldn't leave him for bill gates i know he's
0: cute
1: no no but i gotta ask you before so bill gates was able to go on these like weekend getaways with the ex-girlfriend would you know, guys what allow that what about i don't know
0: and she allowed i mean listen i guess we you have that lifestyle she was like i don't give a shit let him go maybe you know maybe there were just more of a friendship Right. It was like a same time next year kind of thing, that movie. Very
1: yeah. much so, yes. And very finally funny. with uh, Jennifer, what oh. in the 2002 is happening?
0: I would like for them to get back together. I thought they were a good couple.
1: They were very much, a, uh, they were cute.
0: They were cute together. I mean, I, what, I just, tell me this. Yeah. Joe, stop talking. <laughs>
1: <I> mean, <laughs>
0: what's with, and I love J-Lo, what's with this that she can't keep a guy?
1: I don't know. Is she, too, is, she and, hi- is
0: she too is she too hot? I'm going to tell you what it is. This is what I said, and it's very unfortunate. She gets with these machismo guys, and you know, and, uh, we were laughing. I was like, you get with big poppy and right. big mommy, and big mommy is a star, and yes. big men like that don't want a woman whose star outshines them, or they think their star outshines them, and yeah. they can't stay faithful to these fabulous women. And listen, J-Lo's a known bitch. I'm not going to say it. She is a known bitch. But that's not even the point.
1: That's not the point.
0: The point is, I don't care about that. The truth is, she's a powerful woman. Same thing with Halle Berry.
1: Halle right. Berry,
0: these men get insecure because these powerful women are so beautiful, powerful. They don't need these men. Right. And that's why. in A-Rod, you know, he's used to being the superstar. Then he gets with someone who's just as, you know, even more famous or more mm-hmm. powerful. They don't like that.
1: No, I I you think, I think you, you hit you really the nail on the head. That
0: way. Yeah, very upsetting. Very upsetting. Now, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, that's a different story. They've managed to survive it. They've had issues but they're okay.
1: See, but to your theory, I think Tim and Faith are sort of in the they're same, equal. right? Yeah. There's an equal equalness there. JLo yeah, is has, you know, yeah. gotten to a point of like almost icon status in the world.
0: Yes. But you have to be a secure man to be with, you know, women like that. And I think some of these men need women, you know, who are just like, they feel, not saying the women are beneath them, but they feel their star status isn't as high as theirs. Right. Or don't get too big for your britches. They have to feel the adoration.
1: Well, apparently your Joe does not have an issue with your star status.
0: (laughs) My my, my D-list star status? No, no. No, No, my Joe is very secure being. He could, you know, he's not like He's a doll. He's a he he's is so a total doll. He's just very stable human. Doesn't nothing phases him.
1: What are your guys' plans for this summer? Now that we're almost at Memorial uh, Day called, and life is getting back.
0: Called, it would be called Housewives.
1: Oh yeah, you guys are starting back up, huh? Yeah. I like the, you guys filming in the summer. I don't. <laughs> you don't? Why?
0: I like you, you know, I like the spring, the fall. Yeah. You know, so, but it's fine. I I like. I I'm, I'm grateful that I could be you know working and a housewife at any time. But I I prefer like not sweating. But it's okay.
1: No, I get it. I, but I liked you guys at the Jersey Shore. I like you it know there sure. was something different, and the, that's very Jersey. You know the shore and like it the, yeah, it, is.
0: it it is very Jersey. I just feel like it's um, it's true. It's a uh, but uh, there will be no travel for the modge.
1: Will. And I know you can't talk a lot about it, but will we be seeing any new faces?
0: I mean, I can only hope and pray. I don't even know yet.
1: Cuz the one th- going back to New York, the one thing I don't like is there's only 5 of them. I, I would have said kept Dorinda, you know, she's I feel v- I'm very close to her. Beverly Hills there's like 19 of them.
0: Yeah, I know. So I, a ton. I say
1: the more the merrier.
0: And also in Atlanta, there's a lot of friends that are have are very permanent fixtures, like Marlo, I love.
1: Right. <clears throat> Is there anyone that you would like to come back to New Jersey that we?
0: I, you know what, I always say Caroline Manza would be great.
1: Are you friends with Caroline?
0: No, I'm not, but I think you know, she would be good. I just think she would be good. I think there's unresolved I love her. there. Yes, I think that would be fabulous. But listen, I always like someone new. I, I would love to have new people around. I love to meet new people. I think new always adds to the variety. Right. But we're a solid cast. We're we're very victims.
1: solid. We're yes. very solid. sometimes it's like if it ain't broke, you know, don't yeah, fix it. Yeah, that's true.
0: I think we're just so good together. The husbands are so great together.
1: Right. So no, uh, no Siggy coming back. Oh,
0: don't <laughs> even get me started. Stain oh, on New Don't Jersey, even
1: get yeah. Don't even, even get me started either.
0: Stain on society. Don't even I get mean, me started. I mean,
1: I can't handle her.
0: No, I don't know anybody who can.
1: I mean, I'm just glad. What I'm glad is. That she left and that you and Dolores have found a good friendship because you two are my favorite.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Dolores favorite. and I are meant to be together. And we were meant to be together from the beginning. And I think, you know, Siggy so went by the wayside and that's exactly, I mean, I just can't wait for her to just move out of the state. I, I mean, I almost feel sorry for Florida.
1: Yeah, go to Florida, Siggy, and then with your MAGA hat, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, she doesn't want anybody, she said, um, if you voted blue, just keep going and go to Cuba. That's what she said.
1: Oh, wow. She just, you That's, know, like, she thinks
0: she represents everything. She thinks right. she's political. She's missed this. She's missed that.
1: $10,000 question. Who would you rather have back, Siggy or Danielle? Danielle. Yeah. Would you, would you be okay with her coming back in a friend role after what went down?
0: No, I don't think, you know what it is? It's I, you know, everything's up to the network. It's not up to me, but right, you just have
1: to play, you know, I just don't
0: think, um, certain people are just not meant for TV anymore. You know, I think, you know, there's a certain people sometimes cross over the line and I, I feel sorry for her, you know, I, she says the most hor- horrific things about me constantly, uh, and about our entire cast. But I think she's crossed the line of um, right uh, of being on reality TV at this point.
1: Well, I am glad that you guys are such a solid cast. I'm glad to hear that filming is kicking up again soon. I hope you guys have a more normal sort of production than last year. Thank now you. Now that people are vaccinated, the weather's nice. It'll probably be very different than what you guys filmed last summer, right?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I hope so. But it was, you know what, we still, we got through last summer and we'll get through this summer, but you yeah. know, everyone's vaccinated. We're good to go.
1: And I'm so happy that you've had such a quote-unquote semi-normal book tour.
0: Yeah, um, I, we made it happen. I have a great, yeah. great publisher, and though you know certain places can't do it, I'm still we're getting to do some a lot of stuff in person. I'm going to Delaware on the 20th. I have DC on the 22nd.
1: That's I have great.
0: Jersey on, on June 3rd. Yes, yeah, so I'm just going to keep plugging along.
1: Yes. Well, everyone out there, go buy Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. Follow the Marge.
0: Thank you. Thanks Watch
1: Housewives. She's just yes. the best. Thank you so oh, much for coming so on.
0: Much. Thanks for having me. I, we're going to do it
1: again money. and I'm going to come out yes, to Inglewood and no, we're going to do Echo. Yes. Out to the Costa,
0: then we have dinner.
1: Yes. Thanks. Love it. Thank have you. a good Thanks one.
0: Thanks for having me.